0: Welcome to the Limelight Podcast featuring Viridian from New Jersey. Here we are. You guys hey, are man. actually on the uprising right now, being releasing your first song, Kinetic. It's not your first song, but your recent song, Kinetic, through Dreambound. Like That's like a great opportunity for a well-established underground band to um, get that attention through a massive media outlet like that. How did you go about that, Dom? Because it seems like Dreambound has a way of needing the quality of like video and audio and like an overround like vibe aesthetic to that channel in itself.
1: Yeah. Well, we, we were always attracted to that kind of aesthetic that they provided and the exposure and the fan base that they had. It was always a very positive fan base. And I felt like I saw, always saw a lot of upcoming bands on there. So when we were putting out songs, uh, we were putting out the song called strain with our previous vocalist. And I just shot them an email and, gave them everything that i you know that i had to give them like the video and whatnot and they liked it and because like you know we saw the video and we were totally aiming when we were shooting the video we were aiming on it giving it that vibe like we kind of knew what we wanted um the director eric at the time knew what we wanted and so we just kind of had it like we just knew the aesthetic that we wanted and it fit their channel just as much as their channel fit the sound of the band so one email and one thing led to another and they've put out the past four songs that we've done and now this one with carlos
0: yeah and um it's fantastic i mean how did uh uh you and carlo link up with carlos i've known carlos for a while man like carlos has always been a fucking good dude and shit so. that's my dude, dude. Like, carlos
2: my dude george is my dude Carlos came out of like nowhere. I feel like, dude, like you Are know, you know mean, it's, uh, our he's old He's been so good Tom.
0: for so long. You know what I mean? Like, it's it great, great to see a, to a dude, band like this.
2: I like
3: never I, heard I, of him. I, I, the first time I ever talked to you was when Dan gave me your number to hit you up about joining. The first time, yeah, <laughs> when
1: our our first when our, when our original original vocalist Will
3: Will Ramos,
1: um, who's been in like a Wake up Awake in Providence and things like that, he um, filled in for like Warner Shore and stuff like that. He was like the first vocalist on our first like three or four songs when he left we were before we found tommy we were looking around and people were like referencing people and suggesting people and um you know maybe that was it was me being stubborn or something like that but some I people were definitely saying carlos's name a little bit and i just you know i didn't really maybe we were at a couple of local shows together or something like that but i didn't really know who he was but i started to get familiar with the kid or a guy, because you're older than me. <laughs>
2: <care>. Yeah, <laughs> we're older than Tom, but um,
1: yeah, no, it just it, we all kept floating around, and once we started, once we needed a, new, you know, we needed another vocalist. Once Tommy left, we didn't want to break up or anything like that. Him and I still had a, we have plenty more gas in the tank. And um, Chris
3: Russo was the one. That... Yeah,
1: there were a lot of people saying they were, you know. We had, a, we had a bunch of people try out. We didn't think we were going to, like, really reach out to the public and, like, talk about auditioning, but we did. Mm-hmm. And it worked out in the favor of, like, it pushed us to look around a lot and test our options, and there were a lot of decent or good people that tried out. Once we heard Carlos's tryout, we knew that we had something on our hands, and we were wondering, like, why didn't, you know... No, how the
2: fuck to, did we never pick him before? No offense
1: to no offense to Tommy because we had a great time. Yeah, with love Tommy. He's still our boy, but it was just kind of funny that we were like, "Wow, this kid like, just this kid was all this
2: kid almost tried out before." Like, dude, the kid he lives so close to me too. It's like, how have you lived so close this whole time? And out of nowhere, he's in our band now. But like, it's been, you know, the smoothest process I think.
3: I think I know. We know
1: Bonesaw too, like, and that's been Bonesaw. fun to like. Yeah, like I worked with Bonesaw at my previous job, and he was in serious matters with Bonesaw. So,
3: uh, shout out Bonesaw, shout out Serious Matters.
0: <laughs> Those are my fucking that's dudes, too. My,
3: that's my father. I never loved anyone more than I, loved Bonesaw. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bonesaw. I love the New
0: Jersey scene, man. Everybody knows everybody. It's every, you know, uh, everybody's playing in bands with one another. Uh, we talked prior before we started recording this episode that like my old metalcore band rebuild time played with your old metalcore band premonitions at one point in time on warp tour in a basement yeah. show church like dude it's just a small world man that's how that's how much the jersey scene thrives and whole i love that shit dude like as long as we yeah, keep the community strong that. like that's all that matters
2: yeah it's i'm glad how, like, everyone's staying strong it all started kind of that way you know everybody playing shows and everybody like tight knit family, you know. Like every fucking weekend, or like every other weekend, we're playing a show at the same fucking place with the same bands, but like different headliners and shit. So it's pretty cool, like growing with you know your friends and like bands at the same level, and you know. Yeah, because I remember yeah. Carlos.
0: Uh, he was basically in a band prior to you dudes, and uh, I don't remember what their name was or whatever. But there were some pretty good tracks that were never released, and I was like, God damn it, they gotta really start, you know, writing music and shit, and as soon as I saw it on social media that Carlos was in this you know in Viridian and Viridian was releasing this new song I was like okay something serious has happened like I'd like this so yeah it it and, is, then it, and then it dropped on Dreambound and I was true. like man they're doing they're all the right things I love seeing that shit dude great marketing like I I'm sure you guys have a timeline set up for like more um, of a release coming in the future and all that stuff you know what I'm
2: saying it's a possibility we might who knows who knows
1: <laughs> there's definitely more there's definitely more material that you know that we're, we're working on releasing soon.
0: Who can ever be sure? I don't
3: know.
0: You never know. Yeah, and with the song too, um with Kinetic, you guys um what's it called? You guys had Johnny Reeves come on as a feature. How, how did Rome? that process go out, dude? Like that's pretty tight too. Uh, like,
2: Johnny yeah, I it's like it's weird johnny like, we've talked over you know i think like a year or two if anything like it just on to premonitions instagram, instagram. <sighs> i mean shit yeah that too yeah, yeah kingdom of giants
1: fantastic definitely definitely um, surprised.
0: but the the one thing that i really thoroughly enjoy is like he just did this because he knows it was great music like he didn't do it for, like, it's, like, you know what I mean? He, he he featured because he liked the band and he liked the song in itself, like, and the person yeah, of it's... you, Carla, like, because you guys have, like, a, a bond and shit, like, like, which it makes know. it even better because sometimes it doesn't seem, <laughs> it doesn't seem as, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it doesn't seem as, um, oh, God. Um, Authentic. Yeah, it doesn't where, seem authentic yeah. when you like go hire somebody with that you pay a lot of money. Like, there was a band back in the day, uh, that I tried out for which I'm not gonna get into that story because found out they already had members. So the tryout was just like an exposure form. it was genius. Um but they and had Kellen fun. Quinn and Johnny Craig feature on the album and like they paid a lot of money. And it did not seem authentic. Like the music was good, but it was like you know you know, they can't replicate that and at the same time, like you know that like, it wasn't as authentic, whereas, like, Johnny came and, like, sang that and, like, met that. And he it seemed like he put a lot of passion into his part more than I've seen other features before.
2: I mean, yeah, the dude wrote his own lyrics. Like, um, we had lyrics done, but we didn't honestly do their new, new, like, vocal arrangement yet. Because, like, we said about another vocalist, like, fuck, we've had this song fucking written and we had other vocals written. and recorded yeah, there was a whole
1: other a version a year. Yeah, there was a whole much. other version of the song when we originally wrote it and and tracked it with our with Tommy. Oh, actually. Nice. Yeah. so it was definitely a treat to like hear it completely different. Like everything kind of reworked, lyrics reworked. Um, and it had this like spice on it, this guest feature that. Like you said, it definitely wasn't like I know what you mean by someone just kind of like throwing money at someone and getting a guest feature on their song and you can kinda of tell it's just there. Like you almost know when it's coming. And I just feel like Johnny's it's in a, it's in the right spot. It just but it it fits really well and his lyrics fit in super well. Yeah, like he had no reference. The, the concept for what I you know, it's crazy. He really didn't have any I'm pretty sure we sent him the lyrics eventually, but like we yeah we didn't really. Uh, he did. He nailed it. He nailed the lyrics. He nailed the whole thing. It was amazing.
0: Nah, it just makes it. It just makes it such a like a uh, like a, like a, like Carlos saying like more authentic. It really yeah. kind of brings out the song in full instead of like being forced somewhere into the yep. song for, for Cloud like I could pay fucking Franzilla like five grand to be on a new song I'm becoming but nobody's giving a shit about me they're just there for Franzilla but no, it's no. cool that the relationship's there and hopefully when this fucking pandemic ends maybe that would be an ideal tour I'm sure I could see a Viridian oh. Kingdom of Giants tour <sighs> or some shit you know what please. I mean oh my my Johnny hook
1: us up bro Let's we go. Would, <laughs> we would do it. we would definitely not hesitate <laughs> <laughs>
3: absolutely jump on that no second thought
0: yeah is it convenient for all three of you because i mean i know carlos is from new jersey but and permanent is from new jersey but like new jersey it's all north or central that you guys are telling
3: them we're all over yeah
1: we're pretty carlos and i are pretty like smack dab in the middle um i'm on the and we're on the we're all all three of us are pretty much like on the shore like we're all on like the the shore side Of New Jersey, obviously. Um, But Carl just lives like pretty south. I live in the sticks.
3: I live like right in the middle of both of them. Yeah. He lives
1: like right down by Atlantic City almost. Maybe a couple, maybe like 10 or 20 miles north of Atlantic City.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's fucking far. It's really far.
0: Just a little bit. Because Zach, my co host, he's in Cherry Hill. So it's like roughly for me from Bucks County to get there. It's like 30 minutes, 40 minutes on a bad day. I don't know. Yeah, it's, pr- it, it's pretty.
1: Yeah,
0: it's a lot of high I'm from Jack, Jersey,
1: so I would have to go. Over. I remember Cherry Hill. Yeah, and it's know, actually a pretty good White area. Castle, Harold and Kumar.
0: Yeah, and it's so weird too. Like once I got out of high school, like my majority of music that I was playing with, like bands, like hopping for band to band, were all in New Jersey. So I, I just think I think New Jersey had a better scene in, in itself than Philadelphia. Sorry, Philip. don't mean to crap on your scene, but I mean we're. I, like the, I like the hipster music, I get it, it's cool, but like I think the Jersey seat had like the edge that like Philly didn't have for a while. I feel Philly's like there's
1: got... a lot of people in New Jersey. Like we I had I had a fairly good time playing in New Jersey, but I really like I love Philadelphia. I Philly's got some yeah. killer
3: bands like Kayonashi, Jesus Peace. Mm.
1: Even so. playing there, like we were playing at Voltage Lounge, like Viridian played there and primo played there yeah but my other old band Idle minds we would play there all the time and that place was fucking awesome
0: yeah voltage lounge is pretty sick it's right next to the electric factory um yeah which is now called something else now fuck it but whatever it's still the electric factory my favorite thing about philly shows is um, <laughs> the basement shows when it's like usually like a five dollar buy-in like usually you okay. know usually those are my go-to shows but Um,
1: I I would do so much to do that right now. I would play the Meat Locker at 2 a.m. right now. What
2: in Philly? What? Raquel's house? Yeah, we would play. Yeah. Our friend
1: Raquel would have this old, old venue called, it was like Slack-A-Barrel, Underground Animal. So Um, fucking sick at those shows. That was a a big spot. Like a lot of the metalcore scene in like 2015, Mm 16-ish. We were over there a little bit.
0: Do you guys uh, have um, any idea of maybe bringing on new members? Because it seems like, you know, the three of you is pretty tight for right now. <laughs> I don't know if you need it. Like, maybe, maybe, like, like, do you guys ever think of just getting, like, touring musicians instead of actual members? Because I see a lot of bands doing that now. Like, I got offered to be in a band a year ago, and uh, they yeah. were, like, no, you should be touring. And I'm like, yeah. I know, yeah, oh, I know, like, I don't know, dude. Yeah,
2: Carl's got this one, but, yeah, I don't know, dude. Like... I feel like we've had so many fucking people in the band and we've tried to have multiple instrument players in here and it's always fucking something, I feel like. No hate, honestly, like, ever. No, but,
0: no. but if the chemistry is I there, just, my dude, like, why even reach out? Like, just hire people. Not even hire people, but give them a guarantee when you tour. That's a thing, you
2: know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah. Feeling like, I mean, I've, I've been a hired gun before to, like, go and just show up and, and tour, but, like, I don't know. I just feel like even for that aspect, like, it's nice, but just using backtracks, I mean, if it's me playing the bass, and the bass is playing fucking exactly how it is, like, to a T, I don't know, it kind of just opens up, like, this different dynamic, having three of us, like, on a stage. Yeah, like, like
1: having three of us on a stage, we haven't found someone yet that's, like, fit the vibe hmm. of doing it and it being their their bread and butter you know what i mean mm-hmm. um we kind of like this is the one this is like one of those things that him and i definitely like we disagree on like a little bit just i think it's oh, i'm i'm super favorative of it as a drummer because it's the, like a rhythm thing and i like having that rhythm section person on stage maybe mm-hmm. um but you know
0: yeah i don't know right. i mean
1: i'm it's just uh, so, he writes all the he all the riffs, so any any tracks all this stuff. So like like he said, the, it works right now, and we'll, it's one of those things where like we cross those bridges when we get there. We've there were instances right before putting out Kinetic where we almost had a fucking five piece band. We mm-hmm. were all like we literally a bassist and a guitarist, close. yeah, very close. Another yeah. another a whole other ass Carl,
0: <laughs> another whole Carl two of them yeah but Kyle and Kyle junior you know like i'm saying
1: at the end of it's the like day junior <laughs> yeah it's all about chemistry yeah we don't, we don't want any more but like we know there's going to be bumps in the road no matter what but um we're trying to just do our shit and and eventually play shows again but get song you know get more songs out and just do more shit and we'll like like i said we'll cross we cross those bridges when we get to them
0: yeah, because right now, ends in the perfect situation being a very well um, now starting to be known underground band to take advantage of that. And I just think I I was curious because there are bands I've seen where, you know, they do have higher guns, like Carl was saying. And it's like, yeah. I, I mean, I did it for a couple of times. Like, it was cool. I get it. But, like, I didn't feel the music in a sense. Like, I didn't fit the vibe. So I was like, whatever, man. Like, just pay me my paycheck. Maybe I'll just do something else. Um, and that's.
2: To i too yeah i don't like that i guess that that aspect for me is like it's so disposable for you to be able to leave a band so quick like if you're not committed and you're just there to make money i feel like the the passion is a little bit sacrificed like i'd rather be so passionate myself and have my boys be passionate than have yeah. someone half assed there and kind of like ruin my vibe and bring me down you know i'd rather be like
0: we need to fuck. find another
2: uh, we need to get another another carlos but a bassist they so, gotta be out there somewhere. Uh, they gotta be out I, there somewhere. Oh, I will. Yeah. We'll, we'll find them one day. But for now, we'll, we'll go to our friend Mac, the computer. Yeah, Mac. <laughs> good old Mac. <laughs>
0: that was yeah, actually pretty good. Yeah, I, dude. I mean, um, I this chemistry is perfect. I, you know, just just be careful. I mean, some people might like want to like. I don't know. I just keep going There's back to that one back. time where like I I almost got hired, not hired, but like I was supposed to be in the band. They were signed to equal vision but i wasn't signing to equal vision i was signing to the solo artist. i was like no dude he could just drop me like at any time
2: yeah any second yeah
0: yeah but i get it because that's like his vision i get it you know what i mean like there's nothing wrong with that it's just like you know i had that passion carlos knows i've done that through my years and shit. as you guys are doing it now so it's like i praise you for sticking to your guns and being like nah we're just gonna really you know dig deep into what we have together and really yeah. come out with some well-rounded songs in itself like did you guys and record in jersey was, uh, yeah we record
2: working? uh so it's weird. the beginning of our band we always recorded with matt guglielmo at uh, graphic nature um so that was in jersey um for the first what four songs five songs uh the first ep and strain um and then for the last three songs um we've done the in orbit in misery peak we tracked in-house uh the guitar stems and and bass and stuff like that um and then we did the i mean all in new jersey yeah we did vocals with our friend kevin and then we did the drums with our friend jesse avignon um and then for the what we had mixing and mastering done by cody stewart but for kinetic For for the new songs we went to our buddy eric also in new jersey And uh, just track Chase stems with him. Eric Chase. Eric
1: Chase got the (laughs) schnitz.
2: Shout out to Rips Dublin, I got to say. This is the boy. Um, Eric. uh, But uh, Cody Stewart mix and mastered, so he's out of Nashville. Um, But yeah, we tracked in-house, pretty much. All the stems and everything.
0: Yeah, because I I think I remember back in the day, Premonitions was a lot of DIY. I don't think you guys really went out for Premonitions. I don't believe, right?
1: We the worlds. We uh, we were going up to Pennsylvania a little bit to Uh, record with. Our friends Dylan and Sean Whirl.
0: Oh, the we'll Whirls, for- yeah, the World Brothers, dude. They were huge yeah. back then. Desensitized. The yeah.
2: tracked with Jesse Avignon in New Jersey. He yep. tracked the stems and drums yeah. and everything with him. And then the Whirly Birds did all the uh, the mixing, mastering. Yeah. Even for what the new, uh, I don't know who did Dark Wounds. Uh, What's his face?
1: Uh, oh, well, right,
2: we, yeah. Randy. Yeah. The last premonition song,
1: Randy Pasquarella. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He's in a band called If I Were You. That's what it was.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really awesome cool. band from here, great yeah. band. He's the drummer and, singer. and the singer. Crazy it's fucking, fucking high voice. I can't. Crazy. Something I wish I could do was pull off that like Aaron Gillespie <sighs> singing and playing the drums at the same time. So oh, I give anybody that. props that can do that
0: shit. Yeah, me too. And Donnie from Hail the Sun does that, and I that blows my fucking oh. mind, dude.
1: Yeah, I have <laughs> I have a handful of videos on my phone of him at like live shows, just ripping it.
0: Yeah, and being a drummer in itself, right. it's like. I'm, like, following along those drums. I'm, like, oh, dude, I can't wait to go play this, like, at home and fucking jam out to him. But then, like, when he starts singing, I'm, like, how? Like, what? Yeah. Like, bro, you're, like, on a tenor level also playing fucking, like, pretty complicated beats at the same time. It's just, dude, that shit is not easy, man. Energy lepsy is, like, a huge brain fan Brain power, mark, so. dude. Big brain. Brain yeah. power. <laughs> yeah. Galaxy brain That was actually the last time I saw you, Carlos. We went to go see Hail the Sun, Dance Gavin Dance, 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 Periphery, COVID. That was a sick
3: show. That was a great show. No, no, this was uh, the Artificial Selection Tour. Fuck yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think Carlos will ever take a uh, SEPTA train ever again after that trip to the show. You know what I'm saying? Holy
3: shit, that took forever. (laughs) We missed it twice.
0: (laughs) Well, the first Uh, time you guys didn't bring cash.
3: Oh, yeah. Thinking, why the fuck can you buy a train ticket with a card? you thinking, why not? And then, You're
2: supposed to put coins in or something, usually, right? No,
3: we get there, and they're like, cash only. I'm like, the fuck do you mean,
0: cash only? <laughs> <laughs> so you get off at the next stop, which is, I'm sure, in Bristol. Or Croydon. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah no, that was complicated. That was a great show, though. We actually were, like, no at the plus. electric factory in the back. I mean, it was weird, because we were behind the stage, so the sound was, like, kind of okay, but it was so packed to the point where... Um, kids were just like fucking throwing bows, and then when Dance Gavin Dance came, came on, it was just like all out well production entirely. It was really good. Love
3: Dance Gavin Dance, yes sir. Love Dance Gavin Dance.
0: Yeah, and, like oh some some good progressive wiggly wiggly shit. Like I got into uh, I
1: got into them like super late into their discography, technically, compared to like their original fan base, like their mm-hmm. normal fan base. But I love that band.
0: I feel you. Yeah, I, I started following them when Tilian. Um, Left from Tides the Man and then went to dance. That was like when I really started getting into him because Johnny, I was never a fan of Johnny Craig. Couldn't stand him. Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: I like the songs that he's on, but fuck Johnny Craig. Yeah,
0: he's kind of a piece of shit. I mean, honestly, dude, like the thing is, like his vocals are fantastic, but like him as a person in general is probably like yeah. the, the most fucking ignorant scumbag. Great A
3: scumbag. This is a yikes of a person. Yeah.
0: Scumbag. Dude, the MacBook thing blew my mind. I was like, "How is that even a real fucking idea? Like, where do you really come uh, up with a concept like that?" But you're you're taking over kids' like mental capacity. I don't know. It's just really fucked up. Um, gross. God, who? Um, where you guys? How? What was the uh, process like for Viridian before the pandemic happened? Because I know Carlos just joined recently, and um, did you have plans on writing like an album at all or?
2: <laughs> I mean, so we were, so I don't know. In retrospect,
1: <laughs> in retrospect, we were on, we were on our, we did our first run last September. So we were doing that, we did that run like off of the heels of music with our previous vocalist and like stream. We, we were playing, yeah, we were just playing a bunch of shows around the Tri-State area and then we ended up in March. March eighth, um, like literally the day, like that was like the last normal day. We played House of Independence with Silent Planet and Currents Invent I was that show. Yeah, <laughs> that Fire was fucking so so one of the best shows. We, we had such a good time, and that was our last show. Um, so we had we basically had our plans to release, you know, just keep releasing music and eventually go and record more. Mm. um everything just kind of had to get put push- everything got pushed back because we basically like we i don't know we like we the pandemic happened and and then tommy left so like we were almost like all right like we're chilling now but we we were kind of like in stagnation because of the pandemic because we really wanted to like play shows and stuff like that just mm-hmm. like every other band out there mm-hmm. still made for a while um and so basically we spent quarantine rebuilding and finding you know just finding a fucking finding a new thing and finding a new vocalist and that's and then out now we're here
0: yeah how do you feel about those driving shows i think they're a little silly but i think depending on like the actual performance and stuff, it could be something decent but i hear like it's like a you know it's a double-edged sword in a sense
3: i think it's pretty cool i know that I some friends who went to go see the front bottoms a few months ago and they said that was great. Really? Yeah. Just to be able yeah, to see like, able to see a band. Yeah. Just to go to a show. Even if I it would was do like, it right now. Yeah, I mean yeah, in no, a heartbeat. Honestly. Just to go see someone play live, sure. Yeah. I don't even mm-hmm. care who it is. Our, our friends in America part two
1: did it too. Um
3: oh, that's right. Chris yeah. Chris filmed all those uh yeah. drive in shows. Yeah.
1: It's cool. I'm glad people are like it's you know it's that was different because that was, I think, in, like, the summer, and it was nicer out, and quarantine was obviously still, like, hot and heavy, and it still is now.
3: Mm-hmm. But
1: now it's, you know, it's getting colder and shit like that, so um, people aren't doing, fuck it, let's do an outside show soon. I don't care. Yeah, Everybody seriously. just got to stay.
0: Jimmy Mural right, I was be. doing uh, the clubhouse shows. They were doing drive yeah. uh, driving shows. It was it was actually looking pretty professional. Yeah. It's like Jimmy like Jimmy does what he's doing. I'm like, damn dude, like this is tight. And I've never been to one personally. The only thing I would hear is like, if you're too far in the back, it's really hard to hear. I mean, you can have the radio, but it's a kind of an echo. But I think that's like the only complaint. Like, I guess you just gotta get like there really early to make sure that you can hear everything. I guess I don't know, but. That's fair. We're trying to figure out something new. You know what I mean? Like, for the time being. Remember, yeah.
3: you guys were going to play there, like, right before everything shut down, too.
0: Right? Yeah. Oh, we were supposed to play with Carousel Kings. And we oh, had two shows. Sales Ahead, right? Yeah, and with Sales Ahead. So we had two shows. It was, like, one weekend and then the next weekend. And then the pandemic happened. Because, like, we were, you know, we're still, like, writing this as I guess. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. But, yeah. I mean, it was, like,. Um, and the pandemic hit. And I was like, I was like, you know what? I'd be really stoked if we could just get this one show out of the way. Like, and the what the first one was with sales ahead, I believe. And yeah. then Jimmy shut that. Jimmy shut down the one with Carousel Kings. I was like, all right, at least we'll do with sales ahead. And they shut the one with, with sales ahead down, uh, down because it was the, uh, Nintendo fucking Animal Crossing promotion show. It was like really big. Like they were. See, I did such a great job yeah. marketing it. And then that got shut down. Like, fuck, dude. Like, and now I'm broke. I got laid off from my job. Like, right at the beginning, because they had no work. So I'm like, wow, I can't really go to the studio at all. Like, this is fucking dog shit. Um, yeah, I, I just think we're trying our best to really see what we can do as, you know, uh, an industry in itself. To, I mean, the live streaming has been pretty cool for the, some of the bigger bands. Um, however, dude, yeah. I, how often can you really do that? It's live stream.
1: It. Avoids live stream was so sick. Oh my god! I watched the Underworld ones in the beginning of the quarantine too.
0: Yeah, how were they?
1: Good. Those are amazing. They did "Lost in the Sound of Separation," and oh, that's my it's my favorite record by them. Oh. And it was just phenomenal. They yeah. did every record, so it was fucking sick. Like they did all well, not everyone. They did the three, uh, you know, Chase chasing, safety. lost, mm-hmm. and define. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm really upset for missing. <clears throat> Both Devil Wars Prada streams. Yeah, we missed both of those this oh, week. Oh, my fucking
0: God. We oh, yeah, they died. did Zombie EP and Space EP. And
1: yeah. they did it last
0: weekend.
1: They did it two days in a row this weekend, though. <laughs> they did Friday and Saturday, and we fucked, and we missed both.
0: Why can't they just... We did are, they, are they selling tickets where you can like actually watch it yeah. afterwards? Oh, okay. I think
1: we can. Architects did one last night. And um, I'm sure that was watching. fucking incredible. They're up right now. Because I know yeah, ABR,
0: ABR did one recently, and then ABR is going to do a Christmas one. But ABR can honestly do every single fucking album, like front to back. Like every month, they could do a whole album if they wanted to. They just did
1: Thrill Seeker 15 year anniversary stream. That's what it was. Yeah. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, it is awesome. We saw
3: that play that back at launch, <sighs> too. Launch a, festival. That was so sick.
0: Shout out to Jeremy Weiss, wow. my fucking boss. <laughs> What's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> that dude knows how to throw a show. I mean, dude, that was a that was my favorite launch of all time because uh under Earth Spencer and Aaron were doing a, a acoustic performance at the chameleon club. That was, so
3: cool. that was so cool.
0: chameleon club was moved I think down the street somewhere. So they're not yeah, there oh, any yeah. anymore. We got,
1: we got to rip the Lizard Lounge.
0: Mm, yeah, the Lizard Lounge too but uh yeah that was a great show i saw with carlos carlos and i were like really chilling carlos was selling merch in a sense with me at one point i wanted to bring you on warp tour so bad dude, but we had to pay our manager um on that note so do you guys after uh taking consideration of maybe possibly building a team with management or pr or um coming out with a campaign uh, in general because i know i'm sure you've done that in the past but sometimes it's you know it depends on like who you work with but i I could see i could see a huge interest coming from um those kind of professionals and reaching out to you probably within the next like month or two you know what i'm saying so you might get that kind of shit on your plate
1: i mean we've definitely been thinking about it, it like for the future like getting our you know getting stuff out there to the ne- you know to the next level and more exposure i think we do like so far we've done like a fair job ourselves but right we're definitely you know we're definitely trying to make the next uh, the next like you know the next step with with getting our music out there and really pushing it.
0: Are you guys um are you guys interested in like label shopping like is that a thing or do you see yourself doing more of a DIY kind of gig until maybe you get the offer from somebody else instead of you reaching out? Just curious
1: we're definitely we're definitely open to it you know we know that things like you know we a lot of the bands that we that we look up to and that we listen to they're represented by these labels these big labels that if they heard our if they heard our stuff and they liked it and you know they wanted to work some shit out with us that would be that would be fantastic um but submitting your music to stuff like that you know it's it's definitely a slim to none thing um not saying that 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 it's impossible um, but we've just tried the, thus far to get it out there ourselves and things like that. And like I said before, like um, we're open to to hearing what people. You know, if anybody is interested, we're opening to hear what they have to say. If if someone you know, if someone believed in us or anything, um, you know, down those lines. Uh, yeah, that's just what I think.
0: I just I just know that a lot of like underground bands, like when Poeta, before we signed with CI, I mean we were um skeptical of having outside people come in and work with us but at the same time like it was probably the best thing that could ever happen to us because we knew that um we knew it was the right deal like we, we if it wasn't the right deal we wouldn't take it but some people like like i've had friends that have been offered 360 deals i'm like please for the love of god like do not sell your soul like that is not a good idea dude no no definitely not no but it seems like you this is i think viridian would be one of those bands that could have the ball in their court at all times until something really kind of brings itself forward to you for an opportunity, then you could probably decide. I think this is like yeah. a band that doesn't really have to reach out to anybody.
1: Yeah, we're definitely, um, we're confident that our, you know, we're just confident in ourselves and our passion to it. it we know we love the music that we that we write and that we release. Yeah um and we do think it's a little we think it's unique we think it's a little different from that you know i don't no offense to anybody else but just that generic anything sort of like we try to just push our boundaries a little bit and create something new so if that catches people's ears and eyes and and stuff like that then that's a, that's wonderful. Yeah, yes. you don't
0: want to have a shelf life, dude. I've seen bands that have had shelf lives, and like even in the professional industry, like they were assigned to like pretty big labels, and you just see them fall off the face of the earth because it, there's an expiration date. It just sounds like the same as yeah. everything else. Um, yeah. Which is cool. Like, I mean, if you do that, that's fine. But like, you th- some bands know already going to it. Like, we'll just we'll just rewrite this sound and like make it our own. Yeah. yeah. You know, should we happen. try
1: to? So much different shit at into our music. Rise core bands. We try, so yeah. There's there's a
0: lot that goes into <laughs> all of the
1: music that too.
0: Yeah, and considering with the writing process, like how how well has it been going uh, during these unprecedented times with the pandemic? Has it been more difficult than usual, or yeah, like
2: I feel like always for our band, it's always started with me, uh, whether it be in a studio or just at home in a room writing the song. Um, it's always been the same process, but this time around, in being in quarantine, like especially in the beginning, back in March, like we couldn't do shit together. So the only way that we, you know, we were gonna write songs if I just kept writing songs, you know, like yeah. we couldn't really do much. It was really not much we could do. Um, so given the circumstances, it was kind of cool that I had the ability to write, so that we could continue to keep pushing through the hardest time, you know, for a band
1: yeah i felt good that we did not it. It, it we locked down for six months or whatever and it didn't feel it it didn't feel like we did nothing
3: mm-hmm.
1: like he as in carl was pumping out almost a song a day at one Fuck point yeah, but, <laughs> <can't>, yeah dude like
2: <laughs> every other day yeah something like that but
1: right yeah yeah writing even since i'm joined I, yeah i can't i i write like you know i work on my i work on my drum parts and stuff like that um but when it comes to the writing, um, Carl really just so machine he's when he's home. He's, <laughs> well, yeah, when he's home, he sits down in front of his computer and he writes brilliant. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, Carlos, do you write lyrics before um, a song is presented to you, or are you already like digging deep into your fucking soul when you're putting that on paper? Yeah, you're digging deep into your soul. Yeah, well,
3: uh, <laughs> kinetic. Actually, Domro kinetic. I have yet to put anything into. Lyric-wise. So Not yet. Hopefully. Not yet. Not yet. We're like
1: vessels for each other, you know what I mean? Um, I think that's the best way to describe it, that um, Carlos came in at an interesting time. And we, I don't know, I kind of had a little grasp on what I wanted the song to be about. Um, I write lyrics to, a, to an extent, and um, it's just what, like, I don't know. It worked out. It worked out better that way for for the release, and um, it feels good that I can like not trust him is is the wrong word, but like as if he wants to, if he's comfortable singing my words, then that makes me feel good.
0: Right, as a collaborative effort to really get across the um, the way of the song in itself. You know what I mean? So like, it has like that even flow of. Um... Flexibility with how you're going about yeah. singing this song and shit, yeah. Because lyrics, I mean, trust me, man. I don't know how to fucking write lyrics. I just know how to play drums. But I've seen producers like really dig down into some lyrics. And be like, uh, what are you trying to say here? Like, how does this correspond yeah, to this?
1: Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy at all.
0: It really yeah. isn't. It's never easy. But um, before we sign off, is there anything that uh, you want to kind of like take a shot in the dark with to people who are listening that, you know, might be coming out in the near future like any kind of other videos or songs or anything like what's going on
1: watch the video watch the video on dreambound watch the video for kinetic and 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 stream that shit because we put a lot of time into it Mm -hmm. um i've said this before he put in the song is just like it's like our baby to us um but keep your yeah keep your eyes up and ears out before the end of the year
0: oh that's fuck.
1: all that's that's all that's all
0: we'll say yeah. let's go <laughs> no i appreciate that yeah. um i'm gonna i'm gonna sign thank off you. on this and uh i appreciate you dudes coming on i'm really looking forward to it congratulations appreciate on the you.
2: dude thank you for having us song thank george you. it's a fucking oh, man again i'm talking
0: <laughs> we're gonna keep talking more actually you know what we do do a segment where we do drink it or leave it and we're releasing more episodes of that. So maybe we'll have to uh, drink some IPAs together. Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. I definitely like the sound of that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Andreas, uh, the solo artist is going to be releasing soon. And then there's a couple other guests that we started booked that we're fucking stoked on. Um, if you guys have listening, you had Dave from covet and, um, um, ben Rosette from Strawberry Girls on recently. You can go back into our channel and check that out too. Oh yeah, um, sick. But yeah, guys, thanks for coming on. Wow, I'm stoked for it. I'm gonna put this song on repeat. Repeat kinetic from Viridian. You don't be you should be a fucking shame on yourself because this band's gonna be something special. So don't fucking mark my words, dude. I know when I see quit fucking talent. All right, just saying. Thank, Thank you, George. Saying. Thank you very much. <laughs> I thanks, Pat. Guys. Love you. Love you too, dude. I'll see you guys later.